traditionally do a media roundtable after this, kind of give you an update on the state of the department as we finish one year and head into the next. So this will be uh, Rick George's first Casati roundtable. <laughs> he knew the, he knew the count as well as anybody back in the days. So. I did. Do you have any limericks? Huh? Do you have any limericks? No, nothing I can really say publicly. Not off the record. Yeah. So we didn't prepare an outline per se, so we just thought this would be a straight Q and A. Whatever you guys want to talk about. Hopefully, I can give you an answer. Where do you stand uh, in terms of? raising money for your project? Um, we're in process of completing a, a, a gift that will put us over the one-third of the project that was required by the regions probably in the next two weeks. So we'll exceed that number, which was 47 and change. So once that gift's papered and done in the next two weeks, we anticipate it'll be two weeks, we'll be over that number. Is it an individual that's, gift or uh, yes, one person? You could say that. <laughs> yeah, but once we once we get this uh, gift paper, though, we'll be over the number. And but you know that's just the start. You know there's, we're going to continue to fundraise towards this project um, for the next several months. So it's. It's always been a number that was out there that you know we needed to hit, and um, like I said, once this gift's papered in the next two weeks, then uh, we'll be over um, that number, and we've still got a lot of fundraising to do. Yeah, so. it's not Kyle, is it? Might be. It's anonymous. We don't discuss who our donors are. No, I'd say no to that one. What, what potential hurdles are left for you in terms of this project? Well, you know, the, the hurdles still are, you know, the timeliness, getting this completed in the time frame that we want it completed. We knew, um, you know, when we started this that it would be a very aggressive uh, to get this done uh, by August of next year, and um, I'm sure it'll be into the fall before everything is completed. Um, you know, when we uh, put the new garage in, that'll, you know, probably kick back, you know, the finality of the indoor practice facility a few weeks so um, you know but they're making great progress and you know they've got a lot to do for this season because we took out the north end zone seats and we're building new seats with club seats and loge boxes in that area and then the northeast end zone sections 121 and 122 we took out so we're rebuilding those back so those have to be completed by Hawaii uh, I guess or no Arizona State so, um, have you been up there to see it? If last? you haven't been up there to see it, it's pretty amazing what they've done. We're starting to build up now, which is a real positive. So you feel the inside of the stadium part will be done by Josh? Yes, I do. Um, the tunnel will be done. Um, and if any of you get an opportunity and you want to come over there and have me take you around and show you what's going on, I'm happy to do that. Um, but they're. I mean, it's all down. There's still there's some dirt still that they're removing, uh, probably from the east side up next to the the stadium, because uh, the way they have to do it is they have to dig from the top down and build walls as they go down. So there's still probably four or five more days of that, and then all of that'll be excavated for the northeast uh, end zone complex. But if you come there now, you can see the, the layout of what it looks like and how it's going to look when it's complete. You the said from the beginning uh, that 
you know, getting to the 47 million wouldn't be the end of things or whatever, but now that you're practically there on the verge of being there, what has it been like to have to raise that amount of money and see you in that short of time? It's, uh, it's been challenging and daunting at times, but, um, you know, we've got, what we found is we've got a great team that's out there working on it. Kurt Goldbrand and the Buff Club have done a great job of, of raising the money, um, and you know we haven't we haven't fundraised like this for a facility like this since 1990 91. And if you remember back in those days, um, you know we were just coming off one of the most successful runs that we had in Colorado history. So you know winning a national championship, being 12 and 0 the year before, and getting beat by Notre Dame, and um, you know we had a pretty good run at that time. And and so to do it, um, you know with all the um, how do I want to say this? Doing it with all of the challenges that we've had, you know, when you know, there's still people that, you know, are upset, you know, that Gary Barnett left, that, you know, John Embry's not here, that Mike Bone's not here. There's been a series of things that, you know, one of the things that we've tried to focus on is bringing everybody back and focusing on what's really important, and that's a student-athlete. And so as we've... Um, talked about this build and as we look at this build it's really going to benefit all of our student athletes and I think that's been the rallying cry for our donor base and our alumni uh, to get back engaged and, and um, you know we've had a lot of generous individuals uh, step up and, and support what we're trying to do. Howard, fiscal year just ended. You were envisioning a budget shortfall. Was that the way it played out? Yeah we, we had you know when I got here we inherited a, a deficit a uh, little over 5.6 million, and we believe that it'll be under 4 million um, once the, everything's closed out. Uh, we submitted a balanced budget uh, to the regents um, for this fiscal year that we're now in, and we're really happy about that. We had to make some tough decisions and um, uh, not do some of the things that we'd like to do, but you know we're going to uh, operate in a fiscally responsible manner moving forward, and. Um, so we're pretty proud of that, and you know we've told the staff that it's great that you know we, we've submitted that. Uh, we've got to finish that way next June. So. Do you know how long it's been since you since the athletic department submitted a balanced budget? Uh, I don't. It submitted? Not too long. Yeah, I don't think that was too long ago, but um, we haven't balanced it for a while, so it'll be important for us to do that. How are season ticket sales looking for the season two? Actually, season ticket sales are going well. Um, uh, Kevin Fenton and his team have, have done a really good job. Uh, we're ahead of where we were last year, but not by a significant amount, but uh, we're ahead, which is a positive sign. And, um, you know, we're, we're having a lot of uh, really good sales for our Hawaii contest of all because we, you know, parents weekend and uh, tickets are going really well. But opening up at Arizona, stayed on a Saturday night uh, is going to be a real good uh, start to the home schedule here in town uh, in Boulder. So that would be good. You getting any uh, real interest monetarily in your, <coughs> your new sections and the uh, north end? Yeah, yeah we are. Um, you know, we've, we've actually started selling some of our loge boxes in the north end zone. Uh, we're still out there looking for corporate partners uh, as it relates to naming of those um, areas. Because um, right now we call the north end zone our touchdown club, our northeast end zone uh, a champions club, and then we've got the terrace that we're building on top. So we've got three different areas that we're actively out in the marketplace. 
talking to our corporate partners about. You know, the Zimmer Memorial Terrace has a nice ring to it. You mentioned the parking garage. How big was that to get that approved, and how much does that push the timeline back? Well, we don't know how much it pushed. You know, that's why everything's fluid right now. You know, that's why when we went out to bid this and, um, you know, when we uh, we went out as a design build. So, you know, there's a lot of changes, and that's why, you know, I think it would be beneficial to come out and see because there's been a lot of changes to the project, like this stadium club. Uh, you know, we've been working on a pro forma, um, and the stadium club came up, this concept came up in the last six weeks because when we were building the northeast end zone, we had this big area and we had this space that we could, you know, build, and, and that's probably where we'll serve training table moving forward in that area. So there's been things like that, so the, the timelines are kind of fluid, and, and it was just approved. Uh, by the regents, I think uh, June 26th for this parking garage. So we we don't have an adjustment on that timeline yet, but we'll get that probably in the next couple of weeks. But we know it'll probably push it back. But for the project, it's a real benefit to the project. It's uh, it's great for our students uh, because they're going to have more parking, and with the rec center being at the top of the hill, that's going to be great. It's going to be great for faculty, staff, for the public functions that we have. One of the things that <coughs> this facility, excuse me is going to do it's going to allow us to host uh, different events in the stadium because we've just created three new spaces with this uh, uh, touchdown club with the champions club in this terrace we've created three spaces that we can host different sizes of events and now with the parking structure going on under there it'll allow us to have parking right there which has always been a little bit of a problem for people in the stadium club because you have to go down the hill uh, to park down by the grass practice fields so that's been a little bit of a challenge for people so uh, having parking right there where you can go up an elevator right uh, to the top of that facility I think it's going to really help us I know you've said all along that you thought there would still be some parking on those practice fields when the project is completely done on Frank, where Franklin Field is now. Have you rethought that anymore? Is no, we're actually, you know, with this, with approval on this parking structure now, we'll look at that. Uh, we'll park on it this year. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll tailgate on that area moving forward long term, just how that will look at this point. We haven't finalized that yet. We'll work on that probably in the next six weeks. Mike's okay with with people tailgating on the practice field? Well, it depends on how we do it. <laughs> and it depends the surface. But, uh, um, you know, that's something that we'll have to walk through. But, you know, if you do it right, there's there's potentially ways that you can do it around the structure and be able to put tents up there without parking cars and things like that. So just something that we're going to work through, um, you know, in the next six weeks. I thought you recently contacted most of those people and told them they weren't going to be able to... We, no, we, we, no, they're, they're with the... With the build the way it's going, and that's why everything's fluid. Um, when that, when um, building this parking structure, we're going to only be able to have two thirds of Franklin Field. So we've had with only having two thirds of the field versus the whole field, we can't accommodate all of the people that we've had. So we've had to go to some people and, and displace them for this year in their parking. Okay. Yeah. This might be a better question for Coach Mack, but from what you've seen. How beneficial has it been to be able to feed the student-athletes without restrictions? Well, that hasn't come into effect yet. Okay. It starts August 1st, and actually um, it's another area that we're in process of putting that plan together and what that will look like because it benefits all of our student-athletes. 
not just football. So we want to do it in a way that um, we can properly nutrition our student-athletes. And so, you know, it's not just the Dow Ward Center. It's also the Coors Event Center and those student-athletes. We've got some student-athletes on the East Campus. And how we do that in the best way that we can provide them snacks and nutrition throughout the course of the day. Uh, but we'll have that ready to implement by August 1st. And for football, they go into uh, their preseason practice, which they're already feeding anyway, so it really won't be much of a change there. And, and for any of the sports that are practicing prior to the start of classes, but once classes start and when everybody comes on campus, how we do that, you know, I can envision that there will be two or three times a day that snacks will be available for all of our student-athletes. Do we have a training table for uh, different teams that's possible during their season? How that will look, you know, we just don't have the space at this point. And I think that's the challenge that some schools have is, you know, it's great to feed all your student athletes. Where are you going to feed them? Um, and so, you know, we just don't have the space because our um, training table also serves as our study table. Um, and if we don't have that, we really don't have a place to conduct large study tables and group studies. So. Uh, we're just working through that. So you said you inherited a 5.6 million shortfall, and you were able to trim that down to four Le million. Less than four, yeah. How'd you do that? <laughs> I stopped getting haircuts. <laughs> um, well, you know, and it's been challenging because you know, if you look at some of our revenue numbers, um, um, our revenue numbers were off. Um, you know, we had ticket sales that. Um, were way high for what we ended up bringing in, and so um, we haven't filled some positions that have left. Uh, we've made some positions temporary. Um, we've asked our coaches and staff that have budget responsibility to spend what they need and not what they want, um, and um, you know it's been a group effort to be able to get that down there because. If you think about, you know, we incurred some loss with the flood and some of that. So it's been a it's been a challenge, but um, I think everybody working together, we've been able to mitigate it somewhat, not to where we want, but you know, uh, our challenge is now moving forward to make sure that when we complete our fiscal year in 2015, June 30th, 2015, that we're still at that zero or, or have some kind of profit that we can pay off some of our other deficits that we have. You've, uh, you've talked in the past about wanting to get more students in the seats and, and stuff at football. Have you come up with a plan for doing that yet? Uh, no. Well, we've got some plans in place to really engage the students when they come back on campus. And, um, you know, there's, I mean, there's nothing out there that's you know the, the lightning idea that's going to bring the students in we've just got to really engage the students more we've met with our tri execs over the summer to try to work with them on creative ways that uh, we can get students into the game on time and keep them here um, and that's a challenge i mean it's a challenge across the country but it's something that we'll continue to work on we'll continue to meet with different student groups to try to encourage our students uh, because let's face it i mean the students create a great atmosphere in our gym and we need to create that same atmosphere in Folsom field would it be possible to make it that students can go in at any entrance of the stadium or does it have to be that concentrated entrance 
right now it's that concentrated entrance. It doesn't mean that's the way it'll be when uh, we open up against Arizona State. We're looking at all that. Um, we're, we've actually, you know, Jim Center's uh, been coordinating an effort, you know, for our game day <laughs> in all of our sports on how we can enhance the experience. And that's certainly part of it. You know, it starts with the ingress, driving in, and the egress when people leave, and how they get in the stadium, what they're going to see when they get in the stadium. We've got a new concessionaire in Levy uh, who does the Pepsi Center. Um, I would anticipate that you're going to see a lot of difference when you come in as it relates to the food and beverage uh, when you come into our stadium. Uh, at some point, we'll need to fix um, our sound system in there, sound system in Coors Event Center. Um, that's on the horizon, but it, it won't happen prior to this year. Uh, but we're looking at our game day experience on how we can make that better because it's great to get people there. Then you, once you get them there, you got to keep them there and you got to keep them engaged and entertained. And so we're looking at all of our social media and digital and all the different things that we can do uh, to try to enhance uh, what we're doing inside the stadium. Why has it always been one entrance? I don't know the answer to that, but I, to me, it, you know, I don't know if it's because of you know swiping their cards and, the, and those kind of things. I, I don't know exactly what that's what that is, but uh, I don't think it necessarily has to be that way. In time.